This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. My Patriot Supply is our sponsor. Uh, I'm going to share something from the Butler County Sheriff in Ohio today that he said he had a meeting in Washington and... uh, you will want to remember mypatriotsupply.com, mypatriotsupply.com. It is one of the starkest warnings I have heard. And he says he got a briefing along with other sheriffs all around the country um, uh, by Christopher Ray, the FBI. And the FBI is saying there are more warning lights flashing right now on terrorist activities than ever before. And uh, it's kind of sobering. I would like you to go to my Patriot Supply today, get a four-week food kit for $60 off. Right now, four weeks of protection for your family. Get one for each member of your family. MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. America. We're going to start the show with vice presidents and the role they play. Uh, Kamala Harris said something very uh, interesting yesterday. She just said she's ready to serve when asked about, you know, Biden looks pretty dicey. Usually, in fact, every vice president always says, I'm not going to sit here and have you question the uh, capability of this president. He is fine. Blah, 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 blah. That's what she's always said. Yesterday, what did she say? I'm ready to serve. Hmm. What does that mean? Oh, and I want to talk to you. Now, this is just a wild theory, but a wild theory of who Donald Trump may be grooming for president, right? Uh, for vice president right now. We'll go there in 60 seconds. First, let me tell you about uh, our uh, our good friends at Rough Greens. As a general rule, you know, I don't eat dog food. I, I'm guessing you don't either. As a result, I don't know how bad it tastes, but the way Uno reacts to a bowl of uh, kibble food, I'm guessing from the look and smell and his reaction, it doesn't taste very good. You can put ranch dressing on, well, just about anything. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and it's not going to make it taste better. No, it's it's really it's really not. However, 
The problem with your dog's food isn't that it doesn't taste great. It's also not giving them the nutrition that they need for a happy and healthy life. Their body knows it. This is just dead food. That's where Rough Greens come in. Rough Greens, it's a supplement developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. You sprinkle it on the dog's food. Remember, brown food is dead food. You want the greens. Your dog will like the taste, and more importantly, his body will start to crave it because it's good for him. The folks at Rough Greens, so confident that your dog's going to love it, they're going to give you the special deal of the first a bag of Rough Greens, a trial bag, free. All you pay for is shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. All right. I want to... So let's get into the uh, let's get into the news of the day here. Yesterday, Biden was, you know, speaking with King Abdullah of Jordan. And I don't know if you saw this video. Do we have the video, actually, of him wandering around the podium? Over to you. Okay, now he doesn't know where to stand. He's looking at the ground, looking for tape. That's what he's looking for. He's looking for a tape mark. And he goes and stands behind King Abdullah. And Mr. he's President. like, I'm sorry. And he realizes he's on the wrong side. Like it matters. But he's just taking his orders. It is really, uh, it's, it's really been an amazing thing. And, and really what happened, why this is so important right now is because of special counsel Robert Herr. He did a report last week, you know, but just let me bring you up to speed in case you didn't. Um, the handling of all of the classified documents that, you know, Biden said hey, they were secure. No, they weren't. They were sitting in a box next to your Corvette. That's not secure for top secret documents. OK, it's just not. But her comes out and he says, well, you know, he just appeared in the in the testimony while we were investigating this. He just seemed like a, a nice old well-intentioned man who doesn't. Uh, remember much doesn't remember much what he had he couldn't tell us when he was vice president and couldn't tell us when his son died okay that's a problem uh that's a that's a real that's a problem now i think first of all grassley and and everybody else that are you know oversight on all of this Grassley and Ron Johnson, they've asked for that tape. They want to see it themselves. I wouldn't be surprised if Joe Biden was kind of all there, was not a doddering old fool, could answer when he was vice president. I think there's a movement to get Joe Biden out by the Democrats. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, I I think you're going to find that he was a doddering old fool. On that tape but there is a movement now to get him out because his his poll numbers are remarkably low he doesn't have a chance when it comes if he's the guy there won't be any debates and can you imagine how bad he'll be in six months from now so yesterday if we have the Kamala Harris uh, see if we have it um, no we don't uh, the uh, yesterday Kamala Harris came out and uh, she was asked by the Wall Street Journal. So, uh, you know, Biden looks like there's a chance that he's not going to make it. 
are you ready to be vice president? What she said is really, really important. She said, I'm ready to serve. There's no question about that. Now, that's a bold statement for any vice president to make. I don't know of a time where a vice president has made that. If they have, and I can't think of one, but if they have, they've gone on to say, but the competence of this president is not in question. He is fine, and there's no need for me to be prepared other than every vice president needs to be prepared. Okay? She didn't say that. She didn't say that. This is a first. She's always answered that question like I just said a vice president answers that question. In defense of her president, she's not saying that this time. The problem is, how are you going to get this guy out? His family is all for it, just getting rich off of his back. His family, I think, is engaged in elder abuse. This is one of the worst families I think I've ever seen. Anybody who would treat their father or their grandfather like this and let him make a fool out of himself like this is not a good family. They don't care. But if the family is for him serving and he is for him serving, you have to evoke the 25th Amendment. The only one that can really do that, the cabinet has to have support and it has to start with the vice president. So the vice president is going to be is going to have to be the one to come out and say, we have to invoke the 25th Amendment. Will she do that? And then what happens to the election? Because she's the only person, get this, she's the only person in Washington that has a lower score of likability than Joe Biden. She's, you know, she likes school buses and maybe school buses like her, but not a lot of the drivers like her. Now, that's something to watch. There's something else, and this is absolutely a Glenn Beck theory. I have nothing to base this on. I just, as a fiction writer, let me put that hat on and tell you something that I noticed a pattern of. And it's because I read the story that is completely disconnected from this story that I just told you. But I read this story first, and then I read another story that I'm going to tell you about next back to back and it got me to thinking and it's a complete you know this is just a fictional theory but i want you to hear it next stand by 60 seconds first let me tell you about trial and error great way to learn about things in life except when it's something as big as your home that's why i recommend real estate agents i trust.com This is not something that we charge you for. We give you the name of the people. Um, You just tell us where you're moving from, where you're moving to, whether it's across the nation or across the country. And we're going to give you the name of people that we have vetted literally for weeks. Each one of them goes through a just, I mean, we, we don't do a rectal exam, but I think by the end of it, they probably feel like maybe we have. We have gone through everything to make sure that we are, we are comfortable 
recommending them to you. It's somebody who thinks like you. It's somebody that is a fan of the show. Um, but it is also somebody who has the best uh, practices. I learned these from the 500 best real estate agents that I've been working with. This, according to the Wall Street Journal, the 500 best real estate agents in the country. And uh, I learned, oh, there, there are best practices. There is a reason these people are the best in the country. So we went out to look for more of them. We can recommend them to you at realestateagentsitrust.com. You're looking for the best? Realestateagentsitrust.com. Just tell us where you're moving from. And two, we'll take care of the rest and introduce you to these people. You don't have to go with them, but at least talk to them. I think you'll like them. Realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. Let me give you this story. Tucker Carlson fired back at former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton on Monday, calling her a child after she criticized his interview with Russian President Vladimir Putin. Carlson uh, uh, was blamed by Clinton, and Clinton called him a useful idiot during an interview that aired Wednesday evening on MSNBC. That's weird because today is Wednesday. Carlson brushed the criticism off at the appearance of the World Government Summit. Okay. Hillary Clinton called this gentleman, speaking of Carlson, this honorable gentleman, that he is playing the role of a, well, you say it, prompting Carlson to say that he hadn't seen Clinton's interview. Uh, and he, he was wanting to say, you know, useful idiot, but you say it. He didn't. Instead, he said, I didn't see the interview, and Hillary Clinton is a child. I don't listen to her. By the way, how's Libya doing? Great put-down. Great response. Now, the thing is, where did he say this? He said this at the uh, World Government Summit 2024 in the Middle East. Why was he at the World Government Summit 2024? He just left Moscow, where he was meeting with Vladimir Putin just a few weeks before. Wait a minute. He was speaking with Malay. And then before that, he was in Hungary speaking with the head of Hungary. Wow. He's getting a lot of experience. He's going to be, this is my first thought, he is taking the place of all of those respected journalists that we had at one time where we respected them. And they would go and do the big, heavy interviews. And they talked to all the world leaders. And then I thought... Wow, he'll know all the world leaders and have spoken to them personally, which is weird because I'm not sure Kamala Harris has done all that, which then made me think, wait a minute, Vivek Ramaswamy and Tucker Carlson are the ones that were on the list, the top two names given to Donald Trump. 
of who they'd like to see as a vice presidential nominee. And when I first read that or heard that from the president, he said, or uh, I said, huh, filed it away. Immediately, my thought was, Tucker's a TV guy, though. Not going to do that. Maybe he'd be a spokesperson for the president. He'd make a great White House spokesperson. Not the vice president. He doesn't have the experience. Wait a minute. Yes, he does now. Stu, complete. I mean, this is complete fiction. I mean, I, complete fiction. I like it as but a do hot you take. See? I mean, I don't know that I, I yeah. believe it, but I mean, you know. His, no, I don't believe it. His, I don't believe it. Yes. But it would be smart of Donald theory. Trump. If, you're, if, yeah. you're, if you were setting this up, I mean, this would be the type of thing that you'd want him to be doing, right? Like to be on the yes. major yes. You know, stage like this. Um, I mean, I don't know that interviewing these world leaders necessarily gets you vice presidential experience per se, but he's, I mean, look, Tucker Carlson has had a lot of experience in this world. He's been around for a long time. He knows these topics. He grew Um, up in Washington. He knows that town. He knows how it works. And it's certainly a way of, of raising his, not only his profile, but also the profile of a foreign uh, affairs picture that's not always been germane to the Republican Party, but is increasing in influence and is certainly aligned with the president's theory on uh, foreign mm-hmm. affairs. Uh, so, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, li- I mean, look, I like it as a hot take. I like it as, uh, you know, uh, a... A, a theory you're throwing out there, but I don't. I don't know that I buy it, and I don't. I have to tell you, if I were running for, if I wanted the presidency, or somebody had had asked me, hey, you know, think about running. The thing I would do was exactly what Tucker Carlson is doing right now, and it would give me keys to the kingdom, either kingdom I choose. It's very, very, very bright. Very bright of Tucker Carlson. Glenn Beck. So I tell my kids all the time, just don't ever close any doors. You want as many doors open to you as possible. Let me tell you about uh, Jace Medical. I'm going to tell you a story in about half an hour that uh, is probably the the strongest clarion call to uh, getting yourself prepared for impact that I that I've I've heard in a very long time. Very credible. We'll tell you about it coming up in about a half an hour. In the meantime, uh, I would like you just to remember this name and go to jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Why? Because if there is a sudden disruption, if there is a terrorist attack, if there is anything that goes on, China starts to melt down. Well, what happens to our medicine? You don't get it. Right now, we have a shortage of amoxicillin. How's that even possible in America? Well, it's easy. We don't make it. Jace Medical can get you the Jace case, which has five of the best antibiotics in it, the most frequently used antibiotics in it. And you can get all of your medications for a year's worth supply. JaceMedical.com. Use the promo code PREPARED. And sign up for Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code Glenn30 will save you 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. So the NFL, the Super Bowl, 
had 123.4 million viewers. That is the largest television audience since. Do you know the Do you know the answer to this, Stu? Uh, I think I heard since the moon landing. Is that accurate? The moon landing. Wow. The moon landing. Insanity. That that's crazy. Think of all the things that have happened since the moon landing, and that's the most watched since the moon landing. And for a game that was a sloppy mess for three quarters. I mean, it was awful. It was not a great football game to the very end. I just wanted to stop watching it, but we're big Kansas City Chiefs fans, and I kept saying, where's Mahomes? Where's Mahomes? And we got into the half, and I said to my son, he always, when his back is against the wall, he always comes back in the end. He's going to, he's, because I was trying to talk my son down from the roof. Um, but uh, it was an amazing, amazing one and a half quarters, you know? Yeah. Oh, the yeah. fourth quarter and about half the third was great. Yeah. It went in overtime, of course, as well. Yeah. It was, uh, I yeah. mean, look, it turned yeah. into an all time classic game and it yeah. just, it, it did not start that way. It's an amazing that that of all the Super Bowls would be the one. It has the highest ever. But now with the last, I mean, we, for all the talk about how people were going to abandon the NFL, uh, you know, the last two Super Bowls are the most watched Super Bowls yeah, of all I know. time. I and, know. You know, like it's just I people know. really like the sport. It's pretty great. Yeah. And they're not as bad as they as they were, you know, in the beginning where everybody had a, you know, white people are racist on the back of their helmet. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, what well, can we, you know, it, they've, they've calmed down from uh, oh, that. Yeah. By the way, 20% of the people who watched the Super Bowl said they were voting or ro- rooting for uh, Kansas City because of Taylor Swift. 20% of the viewers that's incredible. I don't know. I'd say she has some influence on the culture. She certainly does. I mean, my daughter is uh, turned into yeah. a, quite the Swifty at this point, uh, and uh, she's yeah. she's eleven, and she's very much loving everything that Taylor Swift does. So, like half my job at the game, I was like watching the game, but then also had to take very frequent photos and videos of Taylor Swift sitting in her luxury box, yeah, and uh, and hugging yeah. and kissing Jason Kelsey. Or, or, well, actually, Jason would be actually a new story. Travis Kelsey would be the one that she was kissing. So uh, Rolling Stone came out, Taylor's beer, Satanism, and feet washing. Right-wingers spent the Super Bowl complaining. Listen to this. This this is from uh, Rolling Stone. Taylor Swift chugging a beer, like most people at the game. Taylor Swift seemed to be having a great time. At one point, the music star, fresh off tour in uh, Japan, was shown on the Jumbotron chugging a beer. Thing, something never, that has never been done at this football game. Quote, Taylor Swift enjoying herself at the Super Bowl, pounding beers with Satanists. Um, that comes from uh, Drew Hernandez on X. Gross. We don't need to be glorifying public intoxic- intoxication. This is from Laura Loomer. Imagine being a parent and saying this woman is a role model for your daughter. Do people want their daughters to be drunks with high body counts? I prefer my icons to be like Donald Trump. Sober. Wow. Uh, Laura. <laughs> I, I, you know, this coming from an alcoholic and a Mormon, okay, <laughs> somebody who is part of the Church of, uh, you know, uh, uh, Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. I'm just saying, if there was somebody that would have a problem with it, it should be me. I don't have a problem with that. Now, I do have a slight problem with some of the Satanist stuff that was going on. I mean, I'm not saying. 
I'm not saying anyone is a Satanist. I am. But I'm just saying that you don't play around with the Satan stuff. Ice Spice. Have you followed this? I don't even know who Ice Spice is. I have no I idea. I don't either. Uh, inform me, Glenn. She guess is a... She was a rapper. She was a friend of Taylor Swift. She's in the box. She was wearing, what was that uh, clothing company? Balen- is it Balenciaga or something like that? Balenci- Balenciaga or whatever, yeah. Yeah, Balenciaga. That, you know, the one that was pushing for child sex and Satanism and all that stuff. She was wearing a top, apparently, from them. I don't know how you could tell. And she was wearing a cross around her neck that was upside down. And then she was giving... The devil horns. Now, I always thought this symbol was for the Texans. I always, I thought this was for A and M, uh, but maybe not. Uh, maybe it's the devil horns. I'm not okay. sure. Is that is that A and M's? Am I thinking I the right? I don't think we should comment on your on your okay sports knowledge. Okay, um, but uh, anyway, yeah, yes, I. I um, no, I. I, I there is a, a sense. Does anyone get the sense that perhaps like conservative, at least some, I don't know these are not the people that I talk to, but like on the online version of conservatives, conservatives lately just don't seem to want to embrace anything that seems fun at all. Like I'm like, I'm not saying that Satanism <laughs> is part of the fun, but it's like, can we just right. like enjoy really a not. football game really and not. move on? Like I, who, like it is. Yeah. It so is the not only my thing, job uh, to manage whoever this person's is wardrobe. I don't. I don't care what they wear. I'm not. I don't take my advice on religion from idiots sitting next to people in in luxury boxes at football games. I, I feel like we're kind. We're just worried about weird stuff sometimes. Yeah, well, I think the worry, and I'm not saying about this, but I do think that we become Satan worshipers without even knowing it. We well, are performing ancient rituals without even knowing it. We really are. You are? Um, we've talked when about it on- When you say we, give me the we. What's the we that Pretty you're, much you. Oh, well, really? Okay. Yeah. I, I, I we would indicate the rest you, of America. Just so you know, when you say we. Much you. <laughs> that's what we means. It includes yourself. No, I think uh, as a society. I mean, we've yeah. talked about it over and over again. Yeah. It, it, it's, there are some things that are going on. You know, you look at the mtv music awards and you know we don't we don't need to do satanic rituals we just i just i you know yeah, some, some, sing some me optimal. a song mm-hmm. you know what I mean? yeah, exactly yeah sing me a song leave out the drinking of blood and the devil worship stuff 100 um, percent with you on but, that i mean but like taylor swift chugging a beer at a football game it was a very actually a very likable moment it was it was funny in the stadium yes. like she waited till she got on camera she, went, it, she basically had the beer sitting there until the camera turned to her and as soon as she did she just reached for it and chugged it i mean it was a it was a funny, likable moment. That's all it was. Yeah. The the bashing of Taylor Swift drinking a beer makes her more likable and you less likable. I mm. uh, just want to point that out for, you know, anybody who's like, yeah, everybody's against Taylor Swift. No, not so much. Not so much. I don't know. Don't know if you've seen uh, what she's uh, what she's done later uh, lately. You don't have to like her. No. Um, no I mean, and you could even be a. You know, you could even be, you know, like, hey, you know, she does some weird stuff on stage again. You know, the witchcraft stuff. I just don't think you should be modeling that at all, yeah, ever. Yeah, like, you I, know, again, even like it's fun. Whether you like Taylor Swift or not, is it's not all that important, honestly. Just, yeah, you know, it's like, and, and when she, you know, when this all started, it was frustrating as an NFL fan because they were taking up time to talk about her instead of actually covering the game but that lasted like a couple of weeks and then honestly she pops up there a couple yeah, of times yeah. and it's not has not been a big deal in a long time it's like just i don't know <sighs> we get so sensitive everyone's so sensitive about everything
Gosh, I mean, it's like everybody. Okay, can I ask you this? So you're not offended by the he gets us ad? Did I you see this did, ad? No, I still? did not. I don't see any of the ads. So I, I'm, I'm always learning about the ads yeah, the next well, day. Yeah, well, this one is. Mm-hmm. This one is. This one, he gets us. You know the he gets us campaign? Yeah. The one where they show Jesus doing stuff and he's always really nice. You know, unlike the real Jesus, who was just an SOB, you know, he's always doing what Jesus would do. Nice things. Okay, you nice know? things. Yeah. Um, and so in this campaign, uh, it uh, it had Jesus or it had other people playing the role of Jesus, if you will, washing the feet like there was a police officer washing the feet of a BLM supporter. OK, okay. the last one was a priest washing the feet of a transgender person. And everybody was upset about it. I mean, this is blasphemous, you know, blah, 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 blah. I came out and I was alone yesterday, I think. Um, (laughs) Very alone. Mm -hmm. I don't really think that's blasphemous. Uh, I don't. I think Jesus wants us to love each other. Now, you could say, you could make the case that, yeah, then how come they didn't have the BLM person washing the feet of the cop mm-hmm. you know that would have been nice you know mm-hmm. anything that went the other direction right. i agree with that um but because that's what jesus would do but i you know i think that the the idea of love is kind of i mean he didn't copyright it but he should have the whole love thing he should have been hey 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 copyright infringement that's mine yeah okay um so people are upset uh, and there is a great article by Lily Hayes uh, on Blaze, theblaze.com. Uh, she says, yes, Jesus did wash the feet, but that's not all he did. And then she goes into the ad. Uh, Jesus didn't come to bring about a political victory, but a radical revolution in every person's heart. The ad ended with a screen that read, Jesus didn't teach hate. He washed feet. Um, the ad immediately sparked controversy. She said, first, Jesus didn't teach hate. He told us to love our enemies and pray for those who persecute us. He did come to serve. He dined with the sinners, spoke with the unclean rejects of society. You know, there's one way to look at this ad. And this ad, you could say, well, he, you know, the police officer was washing the BOM guy's feet. I think that makes the police officer the Jesus character. And who would you rather be in that picture? Jesus? Or the protester. I'm going to go with Jesus for me. In fact, it's not even a close call on any of those things. I'd rather be the one who loves. And we've looked at it like, how come they're not washing our feet? I don't know. Because Jesus was in the other role. I'm just just saying you could look at it that way. Uh, Jesus dined with sinners, spoke with the unclean rejects of society, even washed Judas's feet on the night of his betrayal. Now, I can't think of something that would piss people off. BLM protest, turning you into the Roman guard to be crucified. Which one is bigger to forgive? Transgender or the guy who got you crucified? Mm. You know, I mean, if Jesus can wash the feet of judas and he knew judas was going to turn him in i don't know
I think that may there may be I don't have a biblical metal detector, but I bet it would be going off in the love area right there. You know, maybe something we should look at. I mean, it's the problem that most people have with it, kind of what you outlined, which is it feels like it's just preaching to one side, right? Like, hey, you conservatives should be nicer to transgender people and BLM supporters like it. It's it's more of the pandering aspect than questioning whether Jesus would would love and wash or, the feet of his enemies. Or, or enemies, is it a message to Christians, all of us Christians, that will fall on deaf ears for others, and they'll make it about politics? Is it a message for those of us who claim to know Christ that we should love our enemies? Because they're not our enemies. They're our brothers and sisters. They may be in error. We may not like them, but we should not hate them. I think that's probably the message. I don't think it's I don't think it's it's political at all. It's saying those of you who believe you're Christians, you are on this side. Generally speaking, what do you say? You stand against them. Stand against what they're preaching, what they're doing, just like Jesus did, but you love them so we don't make things worse. I don't, I, I can't think of a better message than that one. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's but nobody's good, taking it that way. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. I think there's, I, it seems to be there's questions about the motivations of this group, which, I, again, I don't even know who's, I don't even know, any, I don't know much about it, uh, honestly, the actual campaign. But I mean, it does, in the context of today, you could see why someone looks at that and says, well, they're only telling me I need to do it. And they're not saying to the others out there that they need to do it yeah. as well. Like, I can see why you might take well, that. Take the, but take still, the, the message out of your still, own eye. Right, yeah, yeah. Take the log out of your own eye. I mean, by the way, I did find out in all my research going through all of this that uh, uh, Baphomet, you know who he is, you know, that big statue of, you know, Satan, found out he's transgender. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> but Baphomet is transgender just thought i'd point that out mm. back in just mm-hmm. back in just a second actually is both male and female at the same time which is i mean kind of weird um you know i don't recommend it for me in my life or yours but hey isn't it about time you gave your home a fresh new look Maybe make some changes to the interior or exterior by doing something new and exciting with your window treatments. Good news is this can make the biggest change in your house, especially if you're thinking about selling it. This is the biggest change in your house at the lowest amount of cost. It's the easiest entry. You can save up now to 45% at blinds.com. So much to choose from. You can do it all from the comfort of your home. You can get the upfront quote online with no hidden fees. Well, yeah, I gave you that quote, but that didn't include the blinds. What? I hate to. I'm still in the middle of remodeling and building a house, and I hate those hidden fees. Well, yeah, I mean, we're doing landscaping, but that didn't include the dirt, the rocks, or the trees. Well, I mean, What did it include then? Anyway, Blinds.com doesn't do any of that. Blinds.com. There's a reason why they're the industry leader online uh, for window treatments. They not only offer you free shipping, but also 100% satisfaction guarantee. So go to Blinds.com right now and save up to 45% off. Get up to 45% off for a limited time at (laughs) Blinds.com. Or as the guy from the Super Bowl always says, 
Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Glenn Beck Program. Glenn's newsletter is free and full of useful info delivered every day right to your inbox. Sign up at glennbeck.com. All right, it's the Super Bowl. You're down 10 points. You're in a lot of trouble. You don't have a lot of time, but you can still be Patrick Mahomes. You can still pull this thing out. You can do it. Valentine's Day is really, what is it, tomorrow? You might want to do something about Valentine's Day if you haven't done any, any, anything yet. Pull, pull your feet out of the fire right now. You can do it with books. Books, is you go there, it's true for bouquet. Uh, you go there and it's uh, you can get flowers for Valentine's Day. You can get them still delivered by tomorrow and you can get 25% off your entire purchase with Books. It's the go-to flower source and their flowers are cut and sourced source directly from the best flower farms around the world, even farms on the side of a volcano. That's when you know, that's pretty impressive, right? That's almost Patrick Mahomes impressive. Books is easy. B-O-U-Q-S dot com. You go to their site, you buy roses with just one click. You can use uh, also their designs to pick anything you want. All sorts of different stuff. They even have the viral uh, 100 red roses thing that you've probably seen going around. <laughs> Valentine's Day, by the way, is freaking tomorrow. Uh, just want to point that out one more time. Take care of placing that order right now. Get your delivery date, which is probably tomorrow at this point. Uh, you don't. If she says you don't have to get her anything, don't believe her. Books.com, B-O-U-Q-S.com. Promo code is Blaze. Get 25% off right now. B-O-U-Q-S.com. The promo code is Blaze. Valentine's Day is tomorrow. Don't blow it. Last week, there was a uh, winter conference for the National Sheriff's Association in Washington, D.C., and the FBI director, Christopher Wray, had a warning. And one sheriff has come back, and he's taking that warning seriously. Uh, He is the sheriff of Butler County. We're going to tell you what he was told and uh, what he is doing in his county. He apparently is coming out tomorrow with further details, uh, and we're trying to get him on the uh, air. I'd love to speak to this sheriff. You've got two choices. You could ignore it and hope that he's wrong or prepare. Blaze is sponsored by American Giant. Our trade relationship with China is an absolute joke. We've been giving them open access to everything. Uh, We're starting to do more trade now with uh, Mexico than with China, and that's good news. But how about just, you know, having something here that we make that people want? Wouldn't that be good? 97% of our clothing we buy is made overseas, and it's got to stop. There is a company that's doing something about it, American Giant. 13 years ago, they, they rescued a clothing factory in North Carolina that was about to be shut down. Jobs were saved. The community, honestly, was saved. There's something about hard work in America that makes America stronger and making something of real quality. And that's what you get when you shop American-Giant.com slash Glenn. It's American Giant. They make the best uh, hoodies and T-shirts and the the best, uh, uh, you know, remember the champion sweatpants and sweatshirts? They don't, Champion doesn't even make them anymore because they don't have the machinery. American Giant bought the old machinery and trained this whole town on these machines so they can make the best again in America. 
Go there now. American-giant.com slash Glenn. American-giant.com slash Glenn. Use my name and get 20% off your first order. american This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Giant. Well, $90 billion, uh, $90 billion was just spent by the Senate. It passed the Senate uh, and the um, uh, on the Twitters, <laughs> Missouri Senator Eric Schmidt, he wrote nearly every Republican center, senator under the age of 55 voted no on this America last bill. 15 out of 17 elected since 2018 voted no. Things are changing, just not fast enough. Amen. Thank God for people like Eric Schmidt uh, and uh, Rand Paul, who voted against this. Mike Lee, who fought against this. Ron Johnson and J.D. Vance, who will be joining me in about 30 minutes. But first, I want to give you something that is not making a lot of news and should be. It is something that happened in Butler County, Ohio. The sheriff there is Richard Jones. He's changing the way his uh, agency, his sheriff department works. He's changing it dramatically because of a meeting that he had in Washington with Christopher Ray just last week. We'll share it in 60 seconds. The International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. These are the people that really mean never again is now. The people who stand together as Christians and Jews and say, we're here for each other. It was only a few years ago, although it seems like an eternity, that we were all celebrating the Abraham Accords, starting the uh, process of bringing peace for Israel in the Middle East. But Biden got rid of that. Then the events of October 7th happened. And events isn't really the right word. The rapes, the horrific murders, the tearing apart of communities. The Jews need our help now more than ever. As Christians, we need to stand with them. The International Fellowship of Christians and Jews, the IFCJ, is right there in the middle of it every day. And they're distributing essentials like food, medicine, emergency supplies. The need is great. And that's why I've partnered with them now. Please visit supportifcj.org. That's supportifcj.org. Every donation is urgently needed to help the people of Israel. Give to the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. Go to supportifcj.org. Do it now. 
So I saw a video um, making the rounds yesterday. Um, somebody in my family sent it to me and said, um, have you seen this? No. No, Jacqueline, I hadn't, but thanks for bringing it to my attention. I immediately sent it to my, um, my uh, staff and said, can we check this out? Uh, it's not a deep fake, right? Because it's kind of scary. No, it is actually real. Uh, Butler County Sheriff Richard Jones, uh, he held a press conference. He had just gotten back from the National Sheriff's Association annual winter conference in D.C. And Christopher Ray, the FBI director, updated them uh, and has convinced them that a terror attack is imminent in the United States. Now, I can't imagine what that might be coming from. How could terrorists get in? Did they overstay their visas again? He said, it's going to happen here. It's going to be all hands on deck. We want you to be concerned now. You're a fool if you don't listen. So the FBI director warned that terror threats are at an unprecedented uh, unprecedented level against the United States even compared to the weeks leading up to September 11th. So we have more warnings than we did before September 11th. He said the Chinese hackers are ready to wreak havoc on crucial uh, U.S. infrastructure, such as American water treatment plants, electrical grids, oil, natural gas pipelines, and transportation systems to disrupt our daily lives if the U.S. and China ever go to war. Ray first publicly revealed this last week at a U.S. House committee. Uh, it was a hearing, and he said there's been far too little public focus on a cyber threat that affects every single America. Uh, American China hacking force outnumbers the FBI cyber and intelligence analyst at least 50 to one. Some attacks are already happening. He was advised by uh, the FBI and he knows it firsthand because he's seen it in Butler County. It's been happening now for years. Listen to what he said. Now, getting to where we've been attacked here in Butler County. You're going to think, well, we've never been attacked. We have. The Russians attacked our system, our electronic system, our computer system. They hacked it. They also are trying to hack, just not ours. And they, we were down for two months, just a paper. Hacked our dispatching, hacked everything. Now, was that to help us? No, it wasn't to help us. It was to hurt us and cause chaos. As we speak today, the Russians are still attacking our computer system, just like they're attacking most of yours. But I want the public to know this. The Chinese tried to attack our cyber system here in Butler County, which includes everything that we have, dispatching for police and fire, five times a day. I want to repeat that. Five times a day. The Iranians are attacking our computer system and trying to hack it three times a day. I want to repeat that three times a day. Now, are they doing that to help us and be our friends? No, they're not. They're trying to disrupt everything that we do. So you can not listen. You cannot believe. Um, but it is always better to believe. I had this argument years ago. Stu was with me in 1999 on WABC. Cons conservatives said that I was a Clinton supporter because I was warning about Osama bin Laden. 
And I said, I'm telling you, within 10 years, blood, body and buildings will be on the streets of New York and it will have his name on it. Will you be able to take it seriously then? They didn't like me too much. Um, But people don't usually like people who tell them the truth. So what is he doing about it? I will tell you, I want to get him on the air because I think every sheriff's department should do this. You know what saved uh, Israel? It wasn't the army. They didn't have time. It was, it was just too much. It was overwhelming. It was the local police or their version of our local sheriff and the citizens that had guns. That's what saved Israel. And it will be the same thing. Our government is trying to take your gun. I'm, I'm telling you now, uh, make sure you stand up for the Second Amendment. Because when chaos comes, the, well, let me just have him explain it. Listen to this. He's ordered AR-15 rifles immediately into every single cruiser, not just a few, along with ammunition and uh, clips. And that's, he didn't, I can guarantee you he didn't order clips in there. Magazines, yes. Clips, no. But that's just a stupid writer. The sheriff's also, uh, sheriff's office is also changing how it trains staff and civilians. They've ordered more hazmat equipment with plans to expand their current hazmat team of 10. He's also planning to expand their citizens on patrol program. In addition, signups have just opened up for the public to start training May 17th through the 18th to help respond to national disasters and attacks. The class is called when design. I love this. When disaster strikes, prepare, act and survive, which is a lot different than what is it? If an attack comes into your school or your office, you're supposed to hide cower and cry oh i think and die is in there too this one is prepare act and survive it's designed to teach and encourage community members impacted by a disaster to prepare to take preservation actions and to perform as appropriate light searches and rescue response to aid their family and other community members in the immediate aftermath of a natural disaster or human-made incident. You have to expect that they will do something with chemicals or drugs and train derailments, he said. What will people do if their cell phones don't work? People will freak out. They can't call anybody. We are not prepared for things like that. Finally, somebody is saying this with all the crap that we are arguing back and forth about, you know, who's going to be elected and what's going to happen. And and gee, they they spent 90 billion dollars. My question is, is there a 90 billion dollar thing that we could buy that would be more well spent than covering the shoe stores and the clothing stores in Ukraine? Yeah, I think there is. I think there is. I I think there might be something. Have we even hardened everything in case of an EMP attack? What are we doing? Well, we don't have the resources. Bull crap, you don't have the resources. How much money do you have to spend before you say, you know what? That's enough. We got it covered. We can cover it with that. $90 billion you just shipped overseas. You don't think anything could be done here? We should be looking for terrorists. We should maybe, I don't know, preparing our communities, hardening our water supplies. 
Sheriff says he plans to announce more proposals at 11 a.m. press conference on Wednesday. Jones said the first responders, including law enforcement, will be frontline defense for attacks on U.S. soil, just like it was on September 11th. Some of those who want to harm us are already living among us, and the military and the National Guard can't be just instantly activated. We're going to train with local police for terrorist attacks. We're going to be the Army, Marines, Air Force, National Guard. We have to train people to be better prepared for attacks. People were trained to keep local communities safe. You don't think you're going to be attacked by terrorists. We have to train as though the military is not coming to help us. The National Guard is not coming to help us. Everyone will be on their own. I want the public... I want you to know the terrible spot you're in right now. Pay attention to what you see, where you see it. There are people here who don't like us. Asked if this was just Doomsday Jones to encourage racial discrimination and profiling of foreigners by calling for closed U.S. borders. Oh, my gosh. Who would ask that question? Who would ask that question other than an elitist in the press? He said, you don't have to believe me at all. You don't have to be trained in firearms. When I call you, go hide in your basement. Build a safe room. Good luck to you. I give you the information, but if you don't like what I say, don't vote for me. Fire me. Don't elect me. But I've been elected five times, and I'm concerned with my, about my country and the people who are living here legally. I love this sheriff, Richard Jones. I don't know exactly what he was told. I don't know how different it is. It sounds very different. I've been doing this, you know, since September 11th. I've been talking about these kinds of things. And I, uh, I know that I have heard Christopher Ray say several times, we are on the verge of a major attack. Does that help the border? No. No. Why wasn't Christopher Ray called at least to testify in front of the Senate. Why wasn't he his name at least invoked while they were trying to pass the border bill and make it all about Ukraine protecting their frickin' borders while leaving ours wide open? While we're sending money to Israel, we're dropping bombs on Iran-related uh, institutions, China ain't a friend of ours, Russia's not a friend of ours, and we're letting them all in. If you don't think an attack is coming, you're fooling yourself. We'll have more on this hopefully tomorrow, but please, please begin to prepare. Please begin to prepare. Back in just a second. One of the things you can do to uh, prepare is with Lear Capital. You know, money is changing. It will change in the next few years. The dollar will go the way of the dodo bird. Uh, Maybe it'll be a protected species. No. Uh, And you're going to have to have something you can trade with. Now, they're going to give you a special, special central bank digitalized currency. And they're going to make it awfully tempting to have that. My gosh, take it. No, I would suggest you don't take that. Um, Gold or silver would be something that I recommend you protect your hard-earned savings with. An asset you can trust is gold and silver. Gold and silver right now. Help me prepare for the coming insanity. It will help you as well. Please 
Call Lear Capital today, 800-889-3070. Gold and silver, something that has, since biblical times, has held its value. 800-889-3070. That's a 1-800 number. 800-889-3070. They have a five-star reviews, like thousands of them online, 24-hour risk-free purchase guarantee. They are the precious metal leaders that you can trust. Get your free wealth protection guide. Lear will also credit your account $250 toward your purchase. 800-889-3070. 10 seconds, station ID. So we have had everything turned upside down on us, and we've been told that uh, diversity is our greatest strength. Is it? Is it really? Is it? Because I always thought e pluribus unum, from many, one. It's the diversity that comes together, and then they see one concept, just one, the Bill of Rights. The Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, that idea that you can chart your own course. All these people come together and they become one under that one idea. But that doesn't mean they lose everything else. It doesn't mean you become a robot. I'm an American. Let me salute flag. No, you know, we didn't even have a standardized flag until Woodrow Wilson. We didn't even have a national anthem until 19, either 31. Yeah, I think it was 1931. Didn't have a national anthem. Why are we arguing about all these things that don't make any sense to make us one? No, it is the idea that that flag stands for, that the anthem stands for, the idea that we all came here for. You can chart your own course, and there'll be a government that protects your rights. They don't, they don't look for the bad guy's interests. They don't look just at the giant corporations or the big rich guy, the fat cat. No. Mr. Potter loses in the end. Jimmy Stewart wins. Ugh. And now we've made everything so complex. There, here's a story for you. Christians in Nigeria. European Parliament suggests it's climate change that is largely to blame. Now, is it? Islamic terrorists butchered hundreds of Christians throughout Nigeria on that, well, it was the winter solstice, so it has something to do with the sun, on Christmas Eve. Their hour-long attacks... The Muslim militants gunned down Christian farmers, hacked up a defenseless woman and child with machetes, torched churches. I don't think it's their diversity that is making them strong. I think it's their, their, their lockstep belief in, I can do whatever I want because you're an infidel. Okay, that's really what's going on. And it has nothing to do with global warming. Nothing at all. But see, we've become the world's therapist. We're the ones that we ask the world, can you just sit on the couch here for a minute? Because we need to understand this. See, empathy has been turned upside down as well. Everything has. Empathy is making us evil. Part of the evil. 
We're going to use the therapeutic model and we're going to apply it to absolutely everything. They're killing Christians. Well, why? Let's ask the question, why? Well, because that's what Mohammed said to do in the Quran and that's what they're doing, you know, all over the world, except in, in some Christian countries, they've become, you know, a little less about killing. Yeah, yeah, it's not any of that. What are you even bringing that up for? Man, you're a racist. What is it that they're suffering from? Ah, uh, climate change. Yeah, I hear that all the time in the mosques all over, all over the world. Climate change. We're not the world's therapist. You know why? Because we suck at it. We can't be the world's therapist. There are times that people do things because of reasons you don't like. Well, they're not barbarians. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The way they interpret the Quran or follow uh, the teachings of Muhammad, uh, yeah. Um, they're barbarians. Now, that doesn't mean that everybody who does that is a barbarian. It just means these guys here that are butchering uh, Christians in the streets, on the farms, burning their churches, hacking children to death with machetes. Yeah, I think we can all pretty much agree monsters, monsters. Now, if you want to go deeper, Dr. Freud, have at it. But I don't think we need to. You have to realize that everything that is a good trait, empathy is a great trait, but it's been turned into something that is not empathetic. It's turned into a tool now that we use to promote the things that we, we think are a problem. Not the real problem, but things that we think are problems, you know, that climate change thing, it's causing everything. It's what's causing the violence on the, on the streets of Chicago right now. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's that you got rid of the police and you opened the borders. It's that easy. No, it's climate change. And, of course, the Republicans and Donald Trump. Oh, my gosh. Just stand up. Simply, lovingly say, nope. Enough is enough. Glenn Beck. It's easy to protect yourself uh, against cybercrime with LifeLock. And right now you can join and save up to 25%. So I'm amazed at people, especially on the Internet, who spend their whole day trying to steal other people's identities and, 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 and money. I mean, get a real job. Can't you learn to code? Or maybe you have. But anyway, uh, it's a serious problem. And nobody is going to fix this. Uh, It it can't be because they mutate all the time. You fix it. You put a patch out. They mutate. You fix it. You put a patch out. It mutates. So you just have to be vigilant on all of your all of your information that can identify you and lead to you or your bank accounts. This is why I recommend LifeLock. Your personal information is exposed all the time. It's not easy in fact it's impossible to stop everything but i think lifelock is the best out there and if you do become a victim of identity theft a dedicated u.s-based restoration specialist will work to fix it lifelock.com that's lifelock.com or 1-800-LIFELOCK 1-800-LIFELOCK lifelock.com promo code beck and head over to blazetv.com slash glenn subscribe now to blaze tv use the code glenn 30 and you'll save 30 bucks off your subscription to blaze tv
Well, in his continued sellout of our nation and our values, Mitt Romney uh, made a comment from the Senate floor telling his colleagues that the vote on Ukraine uh, aid is, in his words, listen, cuts out. The vote we will soon take to provide military weapons for Ukraine is the most important vote we will ever take as United States senators. Wow. That's amazing. Now, uh, there's a couple of things that I'd like to point out. Uh, first of all, it's not really weapons. Uh, much of that $90 billion goes to uh, shore up their Social Security, which ours isn't shored up. But we're going to pay for all of their Social Security payments. We are also paying the salary of almost every member of the government, their entire government um, in Ukraine, all of the salaries. Um, plus, we're also giving them some military aid. Oh, and we're keeping some of their small businesses open. You know, because we're so good at that here. So it's really not that. And the most important vote we'll take as a senator. I've seen a lot of important votes. This must be a doozy, huh? Now, Eric Schmidt noticed and pointed out nearly every Republican senator under the age of 55 voted no on this America last bill. 15 out of the 17 were elected in 2018. They voted no. Things are changing, just not fast enough. I have to tell you, this old guard has got to let the new guard do its job. You did your job, and we see how it's left this country. Now, what do you say you let the people who are actually going to be alive when we have to pay for some of these things... What do you say you let them do their job? No, no, no. We need Nancy Pelosi. We've got to have Mitch McConnell. Really? Maybe in the Smithsonian, but not in Congress. Now, we found out uh, that J.D. Vance, is he with us yet? He may be sleeping. He was supposed to be on with us right now, but he was on the floor at 4 o'clock in the morning trying to stop this insane bill. Uh, but did anybody listen? No, not really. Here's the here's the really bad thing buried in this bill uh, for foreign aid is a clause that would prevent President Trump for stopping aid to Ukraine if he would become president. So it's now the law. And it goes on for I don't even know, Stu, is it two or three years And we're spending all this money, and if there's a change in the presidency, it's not just going to stop him, but if he stops it, it's automatic impeachment. That's, I mean, they still have to vote on it, obviously. This is just what one of the things they went after him for last time, right? Like, this is one of their justifications Uh for the first Trump impeachment. Um, you know, uh, Senator Vance, if he's able to come with us, can explain this maybe a little bit further because that part of it, I think, is still it would still be they would need to vote for it and would still need to go through that normal process. But like, you're right. I mean, like one of the scary parts about this particular funding is like we gave them a bunch of our stuff, right? We gave a bunch of that a bunch of our 
military stockpiles to Ukraine to f- mm-hmm. to fight in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And then this money is supposed to replenish our stock. Uh, you know, a good... Well, uh, let's talk. Yeah, let's talk to him. Yeah. yeah, let's talk to the senator and find out exactly. J.D. Vance, thank you. I know you're, you've been up. You were on the floor at 4 a.m. Have you slept yet? I have not. No, no, but I'm still uh, pretty oh, fired up. So I'll, I'll, I'll sleep later. I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> You bet. Uh, okay, so tell us about this clause, this hidden clause. Well, so so basically, you have to go back to 2019 to understand this. So, um, using a weird, archaic rule uh, from the Impound Control Act, the Democrats argued in 2019 that because money had been appropriated to Ukraine, so note the similarity, uh, even though it's five years apart. Because the money had been appropriated to Ukraine, and because Trump had refused to spend the money as appropriated, he had actually violated the law. And so what they have done with this law uh, here is appropriate money not just through the end of 2024, but into 25 and into 26. And so if Trump, again, refused to give the money that was appropriated to Ukraine in exactly the manner prescribed, they would have not just a similar, but the exact same argument for impeaching him in 2025 as they did in 2019. Now, it would be absurd and spurious and we would hopefully defeat it. Uh, but we shouldn't give the Democrats weapons uh, because they might stupidly use them. We should just not give the Democrats weapons. So tell me where this speaking of weapons, tell me where this money actually goes, because they say we're arming the Ukrainians. Now, we've already done that. We've armed them. And I'm sure some of this is for the military, but what else are we funding in that $90 billion? Well, so there's a lot of humanitarian assistance, uh, by the way, not just to uh, the Ukrainians, but also that will flow to the Gazans. Uh, we know what happens with humanitarian assistance that flows to Gaza. It very often ends up in the hands of Hamas. So I, I guarantee that at least a few dollars of American taxpayer money will flow to Gaza. You know, on the Ukrainian side, we have to remember that the humanitarian assistance is actually the biggest source of corruption. Uh, we've heard, for example, uh, from American energy companies that have tried to do business in Ukraine, uh, that the Ukrainian humanitarian assistance is handed out in the form of sweetheart contracts to Ukrainian oligarchs and the companies that they have heavily inflated. Of course it is. We, I mean, we've documented this forever, forever. I mean, if you don't know it by now, you're you're i mean you're just blind to the truth and you're just a reckless senator yeah that's exactly right i mean look we know exactly what's going on we know it's a corrupt country uh we know that you know yes there are some money in this package to rebuild the american weapons supplies but but remember we have we give so much discretion in the congress to joe biden using what's called presidential drawdown authority or pda uh, that the president will immediately take the weapons that are produced for our own stocks and then just hand them over to Ukraine. So uh, this is a massive boondoggle. We know that it will benefit a lot of corrupt parties. Uh, and importantly, we know that it will continue this war, uh, which I, I think is just not in America's core interest. I think there's no strategy. There's no plan to bring this thing to a close. And I'm, I'm really just scandalized, Glenn, at how many Republicans voted for this, given the impeachment time bomb that we just discussed, given how endless the Ukraine war is, given that Joe Biden is commander-in-chief. You know, one of the arguments I hear from my friends on the pro-Ukraine funding side is they'll say, well, we should be doing this, 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 and this. And I always say, well, why do you have any confidence that Joe Biden would do any of these things, given how incompetent his administration is? We, we don't have 
President Donald Trump or even, you know, President Tom Cotton in the Oval Office. We, we have a President Joe Biden and we have to make public policy as if we live in reality. So what's going to happen now? The bill passed. Well, but, you know, the one thing I will say, Glenn, is, you know, it's always bad when your enemies gain territory, but sometimes it can be a per- victory because they gain territory at a lot of loss. I mean, we really, I think, inflicted some damage in the messaging battle yesterday, which was ultimately the goal of, you know, spending so much time on the House floor and filibustering as long as we did. Uh, the House is really, I think, radicalized against this legislation. The only way, really the only way for it to pass in the House is for Republicans to cooperate with Democrats to give the floor over to Hakeem Jeffries. This is called a discharge petition. And look, we just have to make sure this doesn't happen. Uh, in fact, any Republican who cooperates in handing the floor to Hakeem Jeffries should get an immediate primary and should be persona non grata in the Republican Party. So that is the next stage of the fight. We have much, much better terrain uh, for that fight in the House because we have the majority. Uh, We'll see what happens, Glenn, but I'm optimistic we can at least kill this version of the bill. Well, I hope it continues. I I just, uh, you know, there's so much misinformation on by the government uh, that this was a border bill. This last one was a border bill. No, it wasn't. It was an immigration bill. And nobody except Chuck Schumer and Joe Biden have been asking for an immigration bill. America has rejected that over and over and over again. Comprehensive immigration reform. Uh, that's not what we were asking for. We were asking for the border to be secured. Now, does it look like anything's going to happen on that front? Well, unless the House really stands their ground, Glenn. I mean, again, what what we should say to the president is you don't get another dime for Ukraine unless you actually secure the border. That's sort of a basic operating presumption. We won't even consider bills that give money to Ukraine unless you secure the border. We really need the House to sort of stand firm on this point. I think they have a chance, actually, because, again, they have the majority and they have the willpower here. It's just, again, it's going to be a question of how many Republicans they can find to stab their voters in the back. Um, unfortunately, uh, there, there, there are a few out there. We know that hopefully there are not enough in, in the house to do it and to give Team Jeffries control of the floor. I remember, um, I remember September 11th. I have absolutely no idea what we were talking about the day before, but all of it was irrelevant. I don't know if you've heard, uh, the sheriff of Butler County, Richard Jones, But uh, he said he was briefed along with the other sheriffs from the National Sheriff's Association by uh, Christopher Ray last week. And uh, Christopher Ray scared the sheriff's uh, association to their core, it sounds, uh, saying that we have a terrorist attack that is imminent. Everything changes. And I don't know how every Republican or even just how every sellout that just only cares about reelection is missing that because of these open borders and because of what we're doing uh, in Ukraine and with Taiwan and uh, and Israel or Iran, we are ripe for the taking for for terrorist attacks. And when that happens, these guys are not going to fare well at the polls. They're just not. No, they're not, Glenn. And Sheriff Jones is a good guy. I know him. He's at Butler County is actually where I was born and raised, uh, Butler County, Ohio. So uh, he, he's he's dead right, unfortunately. We, we're at the greatest risk of a terrorist attack in this country in at least 20 years. Uh, we know that there are many thousands of people 
who are at least suspected on the terrorist watch list, at least a few hundred of them are definitely uh, terrorists. They're in our country. We have no reason why. We have no reason what they're planning. And this is unfortunately the consequence of Joe Biden's open border. Um, Look, I, of course, hope nothing happens. uh, And I think we have to do everything that we can to prevent as many bad people as we can from coming into the country. But we also have to prepare. Uh, and, I, and I think, unfortunately, we have a lot of bad dudes in this country right now. You know what I always notice, Glenn, is, is these people always argue, uh, meaning the, the open borders folks, they always say this is about asylum. These people are fe- fleeing political persecution. And then you look at the people who are allegedly claiming asylum, and they're all like men between the ages of 20 and 35. I, I, I tend to remember mm. from my history that when political persecution is happening, it's the women and children who are the most affected by it, not the 20 to 35-year-old yep. military-age men. So it's pretty frightening stuff. Isn't that weird? Thank you, J.D. I appreciate it. Go get some sleep. Uh, J.D. Vance, uh, the senator from Ohio, has been uh, up all night trying to stop this bill in the Senate, along with a handful of others, and I thank every single one of them for doing their job. Uh, this is a wrong-headed bill. It is. Uh, it, I, I don't know how. Uh, But it will be discovered at some point who enriched themselves, what NGOs enriched themselves, what politicians enriched themselves. Where did all this money go? Actually, it will be revealed. It's just a matter of time. Um, All right. Back in just a second. First, Alicia wrote in about her experience with Relief Factory. She says, I'm a grocery store worker. I work a lot of double shifts. I'm 52 years old. I don't get much rest from my bad knees. For for years now, I've had bad knees. I've been limping to and fro bed. But I heard you talking about Relief Factor. I thought I'd at least try it. Wow. Just a few days into Relief Factor, and the pain has already dis- decreased substantially. I'm ready. And I'm thankful for this amazing product. Me too, Alicia. I feel the same way. It broke the back of the constant pain that I lived in. I mean, I still get pain from time to time, but not like I was. I mean, it was it was unbearable before. Relief Factor is a daily supplement that helps your body fight pain by fighting inflammation. It's not something you take, oh, I got a headache. I'm going to take this. No, this is something that helps your body fight that inflammation every day. You take this supplement and see how much better you feel. Relief Factor can help you. Their three-week quick start kit, usually if you don't see any results within 30 days, it's probably not worth taking. Um, it's $19.95, comes with Relief Factor's Feel Better or Your Money Back Guarantee. So give it a try. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. one 800 for relief it's relieffactor.com you're listening to the glenn beck program So, uh, Stu is back after another Johnny Carson hiatus. Uh, welcome to the program, Stu. How are you? Thank you, Glenn. I I missed you like I missed Johnny. Like you missed what? Johnny. Uh, who's uh, Johnny? Oh, Car- Carson. Wait, yeah, you the reference like... you just made 10 oh, seconds I... ago, Joe Biden. Yes, that is the person I was referring to. 
I forgot your deep-seated hatred for Johnny Carson. Look, I think of you as a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory, Glenn, and I, <laughs> I just want you to know that I respect you for it, and I can't convict you, know you based on it. You know what's strange? I think of me as a well-meaning elderly man with a poor... <laughs> yeah. But I, that's not an argument for you to be present. Oh, uh, boy. Mm-hmm. No, 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 it's really... It's it's not. It's not. Uh, so, uh, did you... Uh, did you brush up against uh, ta- uh, Taylor Swift? Uh, I did not. Uh, she was on uh, the other side of the stadium, although I did... Uh, I was... Uh, other than the game, my close second uh, job there was to get as many pictures and videos of Taylor Swift for my daughter as possible. Uh, so I'm a little distracted from the actual sporting event at times, but uh, hmm. she was very happy. Did you get those? Happy. Did you get those shots from the jumbotron? Because weren't you on the end zone, in the end zone? I was in the end zone. Yes, I was. Mm-hmm. Were you on the winning of the last the end zone? You know where where all the action took place there at the uh, end, or some of the action, um, uh, not all of it. Uh, that's the thing with the end zone; you get about half of it right in front of you, and it's really yeah, close. Yeah, and then the other yeah, half yeah, is really yeah, far. Okay. I see what you're saying. America hears what you're saying too, and uh, we feel sorry for you. Right I now. can't afford the Taylor so Swift tickets. Gonna, I will. I will admit to this. I'm, gonna, uh, <laughs> I, I'm not in the financial <laughs> position she is in. Either Super Bowl say Taylor Swift. Or just Taylor Swift concert tickets. Welcome to hour number three of the Glenn Beck program. We're so glad that you have tuned in today. I want to start with the shooting in uh, Lakewood at the Lakewood Church. Um, I've got some questions I can't seem to find any answer for. Uh, you know, I know they're going to look at this and say, oh my gosh, we got, we've got, we got to tighten up, you know, our gun control. Yeah, they're on that. I'll tell you about that here in a second. But would that have solved the problem here? What's really going on with this shooter? Hmm. We'll uh, talk about that in 60 seconds. First, let me tell you about our sponsor. It's uh, Berna. Remember how every once in a while, when he wasn't you know, trying to impress you know, the green ladies, Captain Kirk would tell everybody, set their phasers on stun. Why? Why? Well, because in his wisdom, he realized that sometimes it's better not to kill the alien just in, incapacitate them for a while because you don't know the next scene you could be making sweet tender love to that green alien plus there's a lot less paperwork with starfleet i'm guessing i'm guessing so there are situations i've learned uh in the real world where less than lethal is the way to go and burna is the best alternative to deadly force it fires per 
just unbelievably powerful deterrents like tear gas and kinetic rounds. Government agencies and police departments all over the country rely now on Berna every day as their go-to less than lethal option. It works for them and it'll work for you as well. Sometimes you're forced to choose between life and death. But that's not every situation. Once that bullet leaves your gun, you cannot take it back. With Berna, your safety comes at a lower price. Berna, proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Visit Berna, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn for an exclusive 10% discount. That's Berna, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn. So I, I just want to I just I want to play the Houston police breaking down um, the the pro, the the shooter's pronouns um, at this church shooting. Um, cut five, please. So she has utilized both male and female names, but through all of our investigation mm-hmm. to this point, talking with individuals, interviews, documents, Houston Police Department reports. She has been identified this entire time as female, she, her, and so uh, we are identifying her as Genesee Moreno, Hispanic female. Oh, the hate-mongering. She occasionally identified as a male. Um, You know, can we just check her pants for the junk? That's all we need to know. I I don't, why? Why is the Houston police, here's why, because some stupid reporter actually said why are you you know she identified as a male i'm sorry i said she and that's why they had to do this it's insanity just say no america don't even listen to those people they say that go yep not listening to you anymore is that the important part of this well no of course not but again we have another shooter that identifies both ways so not a conservative just there that's why you don't hear much about this story okay i'm just saying now let me help me out here lakewood shooter had an ar-15 sticker on the ar-15 rifle said palestine it was used by a woman i think used to open fire at celebrity pastor Joel Olstein's Lakewood Church in Houston, injuring two, including her son, according to police. Some anti-Semitic writings have also been recovered, but a motive behind the Sunday afternoon shooting has not been determined. Okay, wait a minute. I, oh, ow, I just, blood shooting out of my eyes. I thought for a second I had an ice pick in my eye. No, it's just this story. So let me see. We have mm, a woman who also claims to be a man. Got it. We have them with a AR-15 with Palestine on the barrel. Uh, And then we found some anti-Semitic writings. But we don't know the motive let me ask you has anyone anybody on the right been given that kind of grace i mean i believe in grace but this is ridiculous we do believe that there was a family dispute that took place between her 
her ex-husband and her ex-husband's family, some of which were Jewish, experts say. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I can't, I, I can't assign a motive to this at all. Now, here's what I, I can't find. Suspect 30, uh, 36-year-old uh, Janice Yvonne Moreno entered the church, blah, 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 pointed the gun, yada, yada. I can't find anywhere if she is an American citizen or here illegally. That would seem kind of important, wouldn't it? I mean, not as important as her pronouns, surely, but kind of interesting, at least. By the way, the uh, the migrant mope moped gangs in new york have you heard about them they come up to people on a moped and they just steal their purse steal their phones right off into the sunset they dragged uh one woman what was it almost almost a block i think uh they're they're great i mean they are good people these are just people trying to you know come here and earn a living they're just good decent people well, they caught one of the guys, uh, and he apparently was the ringleader. Um, now, this is going to come as a surprise to you, but he was from Venezuela. And uh, when he was, um, yeah, 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 he was an illegal here from Venezuela. But when he got here, he was just looking to change his life and his family's life, you know, by dragging people in the street, um, you know, by their purse strap uh, who just wouldn't let go. I mean, that's really her fault, not his. Um, and then, of course, he um, he robbed a bunch of people uh, in New York, Yonkers, New Jersey and Florida. Um, he w- when they arrested him, they, they found uh, an illegal gun. Wow. An illegal gun with an illegal. That's a double negative. Don't they cancel each other out in today's world? He was using it in a Fort Lauderdale armed heist. Um, the same gun that was used uh, at a gunpoint robbery at Solid Gold Jewelry in Manhattan, uh, where he took uh, $279,000. He apparently, uh, he's been a busy little bee. I mean, hey, don't say that these aren't entrepreneurs. Look what he's doing. He had a, a shootout uh, with a, another crew in the Bronx. Um, you know, uh, these these poor innocent migrants who are just here to better their lives sometimes they're like hey that purse that purse was in my territory i get to see uh, steal, uh, steal that purse and the others don't agree maybe they don't speak the same language maybe it's climate change that is causing the problem there anyway um he said um, the crime network that he's part of is much bigger than me uh, in a million years, I never thought you'd catch me, uh, he said. Uh, I've been doing, I've been going to Miami every three weeks, and this is much bigger than me. Apparently, he is, uh, he's part of a, a whole, I don't know, I guess, migrant movement uh, to relieve some people, black and white, of the money they just don't need or the phones that they just don't need. By the way, also um, migrants, if you can call them that, have crossed the northern border from Canada into New York, Vermont, New Hampshire. In record numbers this year, they have reportedly taken advantage of low staff and lack of fencing in the region. Well, you wouldn't want to put fencing up there. You'd have to have, if you do that, then the border guard has to come up and cut the fencing down. 
I mean, that just seems like a waste of money, even for America. They revealed that more than 12,200 migrants were caught illegally crossing the Canadian border last year, representing a sharp spike in attempted crossings. Now, tomorrow, I'm going to give you another story. Um, Justin Trudeau, love him, love him. He looks just like his his dad, Fidel. Um, But uh, he's decided that Canada is going to take a lot of people in from Gaza, which is good. Now, I don't know if they love the cold weather of Canada, and that's why they're going, or they might want to just come on down south a little bit. What could happen? What could happen? Why watch our borders? Okay, so some Gaza people. Don't assume that they're for, you know, Hamas. That's only about 87% of them. So they come here and they want to be in, you know, warmer territory. Um, and so they cross the border. What is the, why, why, why all this hate? Now, also in Chicago, uh, the Democrats have now turned against Mayor Johnson on the migrant issue. Uh, the migrant cost, uh, crisis could apparently flip the state of Illinois to purple. Huh. National Review report on Monday spoke with various activists and Democratic candidates on the growing number of migrants in the city. Cook County Board of Commissioners candidate uh, was particularly vocal on public funds being used to house migrants instead of helping the homeless. We have people who have come here illegally who have jumped the line. Now, I know what you're saying. What a hate monger. But let's just look at it from her point of view. Yeah, these other people came here the right way. Um, Other people were born here and can't get help. Uh, And suddenly these other people come across the border, no questions asked. And we seem to be giving them a lot of hotel rooms. I don't know. I mean, I see your point a little bit. Of course, it's filled with hate. And so I reject it entirely. But I don't know if I were let's say somebody who was impoverished and an American, I might be a little pissed at how, hey, isn't that the guy I saw on TV, you know, with Hamas? Why is he going to the hotel and getting a free ride? I don't know. I don't know. Shut up, hate monger. Um, She also said that uh, it's not Abbott's fault. He didn't ask for it. Quote, we asked for it. This is an activist in Chicago saying we asked for it by becoming a sanctuary city. Listen to this one. Peace activist Dr. Laura Chamberlain also pushed back the idea that Abbott was to blame. What state could possibly take in millions of refugees? Others pointed to a growing resentment among that African-American community over the preferential treatment of migrants. The reality is, if you look at Chicago now, you have high unemployment rates among African-American youth in particular. You have a lack of mental health services in Chicago. You have thousands of homeless people in Chicago already. They were never, ever focused on like they're focusing on the migrants. Huh. Isn't that interesting? Now, wait a minute. Hang on just a second. I know that the Marxist rule book calls for a race war. And so far, you haven't really been able to get white people to hate black people uh, and have a race war. I wonder if this might have something to do with that, because taking the jobs of poor African-Americans. Wow. Surely not. Now, everybody makes this political. 
And I'm going to show you that. Here's what NB, this is what MSNBC said. They went to these people and they asked them, why are Latino voters like yourself choosing Trump? So they've made that they've boiled it all down to politics. And I'm sure climate change is in there someplace. This Hispanic said, because we see what's happening with our economy, we know that gas prices in 2020 were a lot lower. We recognize that immigrants coming into our border is not helping. It's causing crime. Whoa, I can't handle that much common sense. I got I'm a little uh, I'm a little wobbly right now. I am. But I'm an old, well-meaning elderly man who has lost a lot of his his memory. Uh, And so give me a break. Give me 60 seconds to recover from that common sense from a political uh, question. What is this really all about? I'll tell you next. NMLS one eight two three three four. NMLS Consumer Access dot org. <clears throat> APR for the rates mm-hmm. in the five mm-hmm. starts at six point two seven five percent for well qualified yes. buyers. Call eight hundred nine zero six twenty four forty for details about credit costs and terms. <laughs> Man, every time I hear that, I think that's my. Fa- I, I like that better than a song. That's my favorite part of the day. Hearing that disclaimer, American financing can hit. Thank you, federal government. American financing can help uh, you access the cash in your home and pay off the high interest debt that you might have on credit cards. Last year, they helped members of this audience that called in an average of eight hundred and fifty four dollars every single month. That is giving yourself a ten thousand dollar raise. What a way to start the new year. And if you start today, you might be able to delay two mortgage payments. So call American Financing. Call them today at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net. 800-906-2440. 10 seconds. Station ID. Okay, so let me give you a couple of stories before I get to, um, you know, what the government is doing. So MSNBC asked a political question. Why would you vote for Donald Trump? You're Hispanic. Like, that's a non-racist question. Because we see what's happening with our economy. They know what gas prices were in 2020. We recognize that immigrants coming to our border is not helping. It's causing crime. Wow, so crime inflation and open borders are important to Hispanics. Now that's weird. Now there's another warning that uh, came out. I talked to you about it uh, last hour from Butler County Sheriff Richard Jones. Um, He got a warning from the um, head of the FBI, the director of the FBI, Christopher (laughs) Ray. Don't you love him? He said uh, the update for the National Sheriff's Association annual meeting was um, that he is convinced a terrorist attack in the U.S. is imminent. Now, where would that terrorist attack come from? Because didn't Stu, correct me if I'm wrong. Did we fix that overstaying of visas thing? Because that's the only way these 19 hijackers got in last time. They overstayed their visas. Oh, it's it's 100 percent fixed, Glenn. No problems with that at all. So, anymore. OK, mm-hmm. good. Okay, so if we've done that, then we've fixed all the problems. How could these terrorists possibly be getting in? Now, he's saying, uh, after talking to Christopher Ray, that the police and sheriffs are going to, it's going to be, you are going to have to take control of your own family and your own security 
because as he says, the National Guard and the military are just not coming to save you. It'll be your sheriffs, your police departments, and the people of the community. Hmm. So crime is going up. It seems to be out of control. The prosecution, they've decided to rest. Uh, And what is our government doing? Well, several major credit card companies have decided to move forward with a plan to track purchases made at gun retailers in California, according to CBS News. The good, fine people at American Express, Visa, and MasterCard will implement a new merchant code for firearm and ammunition retailers, allowing the banks to track suspicious purchases to comply with a new California law. Now, adopting the code will not provide information about the specific items purchased at the retailer. You know, credit cards don't record data on a SKU level. Retailers are assigned merchant category codes based on the types of items they sell. So they won't be able to know you bought this particular scope. They'll just know, hey, look who's looking at scopes. Hey, look who's buying a bunch of nondescript ammunition. It could be, I don't know, rocks for a slingshot. Whatever's in the ammunition department. We can't, we're not going to just tell everybody, look at David over there. <laughs> the bank has told me that he's storing up on ammunition. You don't know that. Could be Nerf ammunition. You don't know. Neither does the federal government. What a bunch of bullcrap this is. So the country is going down the crapper. Things are becoming more unlawful, unruly. Tensions are rising. And what is the government doing? Are they doing what the the sheriff of Butler County said that everybody should do and prepare, train, make sure that you are capable of handling any situation because you may be the one that has to defend yourself? No. They're they're letting all kinds of drug cartels pour drugs, illegal guns, whatever they want into the streets. But they want to make sure that Glenn Beck, if he's buying, is he buying a rifle? What is he thinking? I mean, I've heard him on the air. He's got to be thinking about shooting up a, I don't know, is it Jack in the Box? Or is it because they don't, they, they didn't serve him enough hamburgers? We don't know. Wendy's, were they out of the big frosty? Because I know he likes to dip his french fries into the chocolate frosties. Yeah, call him crazy because we do here at the FBI. But he just bought a box of some ammunition. We don't know what kind, but maybe we should watch him. No, maybe you should watch the border. Maybe you should watch the people who wish us ill. Glenn Beck. Sorry, I don't mean to get all upset about that. It's, you know, it's just my family, your family, our children. Our children's future in the country. But let me tell you about my pillow. They have awesome products and they've been making them for years now. Right now, you can get 50% off the My Pillow 2.0. That's not only the great pillow that we've always talked about, the 1.0, but they've upgraded it with this fabric or thread that is, you know, heat releasing so it doesn't get hot. 
How about 50% off their new flannel sheets? Their six-pack towel sets going for as low as $29.98 right now. Take advantage of the free shipping that they have at MyPillow.com, especially on the larger items such as the mattress toppers. 100% made in the USA and on sale for as low as $99.99. You'll also find sales on their kitchen towels, their dog beds, their blankets, and so much more when you use the promo code BECK. To find the offer, just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special square, and check out everything that I've mentioned and more on sale. Remember, promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. MyPillow.com. And subscribe to BlazeTV.com. Go to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn30 and save. So I don't want to I don't want to cover anything else until we uh, cover this breaking news. Um, you know, follow the science from the CDC. So it's it's almost like a tablet from Moses. You can count on it. What are they saying today, Stu? Breaking news. Yeah, Glenn, the U.S. CDC is planning on dropping its five day COVID-19 isolation recommendation. Now, obviously, I know, as, as you know, if you were to come down with COVID-19, you are required and, and have been, I know, oh, yeah. close attention By to law. five yeah. days, staying home, making sure you don't go around others for five full days. Thank you for pointing this out, because I'm, I'm you know, I'm pretty serious about it. I take, I take COVID very, very seriously. Uh, mm-hmm. It could kill our children. It could kill kill everybody mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. not just for the elderly or the uh, you know uh immunocompromised it's not no it's not thank you and so i isolate i have a special shelter in my house in case people even we even suspect they sneeze we put them in covid lockdown immediately thank you thank you for doing but that that's now, being lifted that can change here now if you are a person who has mild or improving symptoms you would no longer yeah. need to stay home if you've been fever-free for at least 24 hours. Now, Okay, so I can let them out of no, my lockdown. No. Because I got several of them in lockdown. Some of them are just people, strangers oh. on the street. I saw them, and you know, they weren't wearing a mask, and I did. they just looked like those yeah. COVID people. Well, it was the way they so were I dressed. So I locked them down. Mm-hmm. In, the way they were dressed. Yeah, um, amen, brother. Now, yeah. And the answer, of course, to your question of whether you can just let them go is, of course, no. Because this has you not, just said that no, no, I said they were planning on doing it. They haven't done it yet. Well, they're planning on doing it. Yes. Thank goodness. Because I thought I was a little reckless to come out just higgledy piggledy. Right. At this point. Right. And, tw- and I, say, hey, we're going to lift this. I thought that was a little reckless. Yeah, because if you remember you COVID. Think about that again. The 19 and COVID-19 being 2019. In 2024, good time to think about planning a possible change in the future and that's what okay. they're doing in okay. april so when are they when are they going mm-hmm. to change it in, in april a- they're going to change well, it in april no 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 no, no. i didn't say that okay. i said in april all right i didn't mean to jump I, they're going to release yeah. this thing that i'm announcing now so 
I'm announcing it now to let you know the CDC is going to do that, but they're not actually announcing this announcement until April. And then in April, what they'll do... And that's when they're going to shut it down. No. 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 That would be way too... Okay. All right. Oh, my gosh. You're right. It's reckless. It's reckless of me to even suggest. In April... Here we are in February Mm -hmm. talking about an announcement in April where they're not shutting it down. February 2024, we should point out. 2024. Uh, And what we're going to do is in April, the CDC is going to release this thing that I've already announced... And then in Which April, I don't really they're, understand what it was. They're going to go ahead, go ahead. Get public comment about the thing that they're ah. announcing in April, which we're announcing today. So huh. now, then, at some point after April, we will then be huh. okay to go outside after 24 hours of fever-free COVID existence. So I hope you're prepared. I mean, <laughs> okay, I, I, put it good. on your calendars now. You know. They have so much they're dealing with. For instance, the lip singing, uh, lip syncing that Millie Vanilli did. Mm. The CDC <laughs> is all over that, and they're going to get to the bottom of it. Was it lip syncing or not? We don't know. We don't know. That's and America's June. still gonna, talking. They're going to have a, a, an announcement on that in June, but just for public. But they're reviewing mm. it in June, or they've come to a decision. They're reviewing it, an announcement for public mm. comment. Mm. Okay, possible. Stu, you know, mm. I know you. I know you. I know you uh, mm. actually, uh, you know, uh, didn't see the Super Bowl ads, but you missed some really good ones. I'd like to get your hot take on this particular ad that ran during Super Bowl. Watch. Tonight, I'm gonna have myself a real good time. Now they, they have paintings that are singing and stuff, and it's and I like Queen, so. I, Stop me now. Cause I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Shooting star leaping through the sky. Now they're showing famous scientists and doctors. Pfizer. Penicillin. Whoa. Now they're showing like COVID virus and all kinds of stuff. Wow. Look at this. Einstein singing. Wow. Okay, stop. Stop the presses here. Stop the presses. Stu, did you see this? Don't stop Pfizer now because they've got even better stuff coming for other diseases like cancer. Don't stop them. Yeah, I mean, I uh, first of all, I'm not a big Queen fan, so. But uh, secondly. Uh, well, I am and. I cancel out your opinion. They, that's yeah, largely true on the Glenn Beck program, actually. Um, yes. But I will say, uh, you know, just just do the cancer curing. You got to cure for cancer. Just do that. Don't you have to worry about getting our approval on it? If you cure cancer, people are probably going to forgive whatever they had before. If they were mad at you before and you cure cancer, they'll probably like you. Uh, if you do commercials about but how I think in the future one... you might announce something that could potentially lead to maybe something that could happen uh, where you cure cancer, I don't think anyone's yeah. going to care. So um, I just think that don't stop me now is the opposite m- message that Pfizer should have received. <laughs> really? You know, mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I just think that maybe, <laughs> hey, hesitate a little bit. Maybe we're not going to stop. You just take a pause, read your own research. 
might be a good thing. You know, <laughs> if they cure cancer, that'll be great. But I don't think I'm the first cancer patient signing up for it. Well, you, you know, know cancer is pretty know what bad. People, cancer. If, you know, if, if they've got something no. that's promising, people will probably try it. And if it works on those people, yes, they maybe will. that aren't you, you know, they'll pr- probably well, do really well I mean, well I just that. would like... I want to read the fine print for a while and I like to see right. what they declare as a That's because fine, what yeah. cures cancer 100% is death. That's true. And, it almost you know, never advances after that. We've, mm-hmm. And we've cured cancer, but, you know. Glenn, we, we got, got a new, the solution right here. We've got a new CDC recommendation, <laughs> death cures all cancer. Duly. Yeah, it's coming out yeah, in April. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so okay. get, get excited Well, they're going to get public comment, public comment on, that, on it, but, but yeah. It's really hard to argue against that uh that new that new Pfizer vaccine. It kills it 100%. <laughs> Once your body is dead, the cancer is gone. It just stops 100% magically. of the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's nobody in their coffin going, hey, <laughs> I still have lung cancer. It doesn't happen. Well, it's dead. If you remember that, it was a uh, movie Outbreak where they just bombed the town where the disease was. We could try that next time. You know, just, just drop in, you know, incendiary Why devices don't... all over the people who have it. I mean, that would stop it, possibly. Why Maybe don't we'll we do that, that to all the cancer centers? There we go. Seriously, all the cancer hospitals, if we just got rid of all the cancer patients, we wouldn't have a problem with all this cancer. Actually, the the cancer hospitals are currently just, they're busy being protested by free Gaza protesters. So, because there's no tunnels underneath, no tunnels underneath the cancer center no. hospitals. So, and they're upset about that. Mm. They're upset about that. All right. Uh, thank you, Stu. It's uh, Patriot Mobile, our sponsor this half hour. You getting tired of being told what's wrong with America? I, I am. Uh, I don't know about anybody else. I'm tired of sending my, comp- my money to companies that despise me, you know, and are working towards, you know, a new kind of capitalism, one that nobody will really explain uh, in, in a way that makes sense. And then they'll deny it as they're explaining it in a way that nobody can understand. Um, the mission of Patriot Mobile is to actually stand for the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, all of our God-given rights. I want to I want to do business with a company like that, not Verizon that's sending money to Planned Parenthood. Sorry. I mean, you can do that if you want, Verizon, but not with my money. So switch today to Patriot Mobile. Switch today. They have everything that you could possibly want in a mobile plan. They're on, you know, if you're with one of the three major networks, they're on the same cell towers. So Patriot Mobile doesn't send your hard-earned money to aid in the destruction of America. All they do is give you the same great nationwide service while supporting the things that make up America. You know, like basic rights. They have affordable plans for your budget, excellent coverage, and top-notch U.S.-based customer service. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. I so believe in this company and what they do. Um, I, I don't carry a cell phone, but I have a cell phone. It sits on the charger, I think, um, next to my bed because, well, I wanted to support Patriot Mobile. That's how much I believe in this company. If you have uh, a problem with, you know, your, your money being spent, and things that you know are destroying America, switch today. You'll get free activation when you use the offer code BECK. PatriotMobile.com slash BECK. PatriotMobile.com slash BECK. Or call 972-PATRIOT. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
Well, things may be a little bleak now, but let me bring you a little ray of sunshine. Uh, Kamala Harris might fi- might finish out this this president's term, which who wouldn't love that? Who wouldn't love that? Hey, Stu. Um, how fast do you think our enemies would attack if Kamala Harris became president of the United States and express it one to 10 um, in minutes? Go ahead. Okay. I think 4.3 uh, would be yeah. my, my I mean, rating on that. Would we, could we be at a weaker position than her as president of the United States in a transition? Oh, God. I mean, that is, it is catastrophic to think about although i will say if you were the democrat this honest question for you glenn i know we have our bet going yeah, which mm-hmm. which took my, my side of this bet took a, a brutal hit and I, I appreciate you not bringing it up so far today oh no no no, uh, no. But, um they came out strongly against and said some somebody came out recently and just said there's no way she'll do it no way she'll do it really? i mean michelle obama Right. Yeah. So they, that, that was the bet. You said Michelle Obama. I said yeah. it would be Joe Biden. So, I mean, I will say we're, t- we're trending towards a push here uh, at this point uh, where this bet ends up. Um, but Kamala Harris would be the one that neither one of us would win if uh, and the rest of the country would neither on that particular uh, situation. But if you were the Democrats right now, would mm-hmm. you switch? Would you switch out Biden for Harris? Now, look, we all know Harris is terrible, and her numbers are technically, yes, worse than Joe Biden's at the moment. However, you would be able to at least cure the age thing, which the latest poll has, what, 86% of people say he's unfit to be president at his age? And you'd be able to instead redirect the age thing, I guess, back to Trump, who, you know, still a significant percentage of people think he's too old as well. You'd at least be on the right side of that equation. So your question is, would you, if if you were were a king of the Democratic Party, would you, this, your only option here, you can't go to Michelle Obama. You can only go to Kamala Harris or Joe Biden. Which one would you pick? Am I assuming that (laughs) Joe Biden is the one really running the White House? (laughs) You're assuming what you know as king of the Democratic Party, which I guess is the situation. Okay, so I'm king of the Democrats. So I know that Barack Obama is running the White House. I just let it ride. You let it ride. I just let it ride. I'm saying to win this election, you think Biden has a better chance than Kamala Harris would have? No. No, I don't. But I think think so lowly of (laughs) Kamala Harris. Remember, she didn't... Did she win anything she was like at the bottom of the list even, during the presidential primaries i don't even think she made it to iowa i think she dropped out before there's any votes <laughs> I, I think she had she had yeah. the one burst so. of success like early within the polls the very beginning and yeah. then it yeah. kind of faded away and she never was then able to people bring it back started up. listening to her right yeah yeah, yeah. and then the, and once they happened. started listening they were like whoa never her and they were right, but then Biden, you know, wanted they. No, nah, sorry, I shouldn't say Biden. Somebody in the Obama camp wanted somebody just as incompetent as Joe Biden, so they could control everything, you know, mm-hmm. make it all happen behind the scenes. So then, when it all fell apart, Michelle Obama walks in. There, I'm just saying. There you go. And now we've back, we're back to you winning the bet. Uh, I, it's, it's fascinating because I, I don't, don't know, know what's going mean, I think you could make the argument this Biden thing is going so badly. Why not try something else? 
You know, I mean, I don't know you can go anywhere else other than Harris in reality. This is one of the reasons why I was somewhat confident on this bet, though Michelle Obama would solve that problem if she wanted to do it. But uh, what you could do, what you could do is you could say, all right, because there's power brokers behind this. This isn't her decision or the cabinet's decision. The power broker comes up and says, let me let me talk to you about something. So you say, uh, Joe Biden, we've got to uh, enact the 25th Amendment. And uh, you say, oh, I'm going to be president. Yes and no. You'll be president until election. But you put somebody as vice president and then say that person needs to run for president. So that way we've got a strong vice president. And then who knows, maybe somebody goes boom, boom, and you, if you don't play along with us, you know, and then we have vice president who's strong and president now. Mm. Or an even better fiction story is you have her become president and then everything just breaks apart and there's chaos in the streets. And it's just it's it's hell on earth. As Bill Murray said, dogs are sleeping with cats. You just don't know what's happening anymore. And that's when somebody from, you know, I don't know, the Pentagon or someplace says, oh, my gosh, we've got to have martial law right now. I'm taking over until we could have another election. I mean, just saying Mm. that person would be the Antichrist. I'm just saying that's a possibility. (laughs) But other than that, you know, you're not uh, you don't have any strong feelings on that. Uh, You know, no, uh, I don't have any. I mean, I could write a million fiction books on this moment, taking in all different directions. I have no idea how this is going to, you know, that's, you know, that's something we should be proud of as Americans. Nothing set. I mean, we could be a dictatorship, a communist country. We could be just a country that's on fire tomorrow. Or we could just be sitting here tomorrow going, huh, wonder what's going to happen. You never know. It's the most exciting show on television. It's going to be America. really interesting to see how all this plays out, Glenn. I'll tell you that. I'll it tell you that. Is. It's going to be fun it to watch. It is. What a good perspective. Yeah, fun to watch. Fun to watch. Wish I wasn't watching it in real time, but fun to watch. Fun to watch. The yeah. Glenn Beck Program.